All right. Give me just a second. Um, to the uh, 10 or 11 of y'all that are in here, it's not that scary to get up on stage, so y'all should join me. Um, but welcome to the 70th consecutive episode of Wonky Weekly Alpha. We are back as always. Um, dude, it's kind of crazy whenever you think about it. That's a year and a half straight of doing this every single weekend um, without missing one. So, you know, like obviously the stonks have been around longer than that. The stonks have been around since October of 2021. And, you know, it's like kind of an informal type of format previous to starting this up. Um, but yeah, you know, we've been doing this regularly since I got together one day with eighties in Tampa. This is in January of 22 and sat down, just talked about different ideas to be able to, you know, community pulse check type of thing. And obviously like discord call was an option, but one of the things that we kind of settled on was instead of that, basically just getting on here, hanging out every single week with the crew. Um, and getting back into it. So obviously things have been fun in the market the past week. But I'll tell you what's going to be more fun is if one of y'all joins me up here on stage here in a minute. <laughs> um, if not, I can obviously go through here and talk about everything and anything for over an hour. You guys have seen me do it plenty of different times. But, you know, once again... I enjoy hearing y'all's voices as well. By the way, Lumber, dude, I love the uh, love the chart that you put up there because it really does look exactly like the BTC chart <laughs> from the uh, the past like few years from the recent bull run until now. As far as you know, the different peaks, everything else, as far as that stonk is concerned, and the fact that it's number four twenty makes it even better. So I freaking love it, man. Um, I saw that immediately had to give it a retweet. Um, but yeah, you know, so as far as everything going down, like the past couple of weeks, dude, I, you know, I, I shared a little like mini thread here just a minute ago. I took like a week off Twitter <laughs> and, you know, I think it's healthy for the brain to do occasionally. And the reason I took a week off after, you know, especially considering this is like a fun week in the market, right? I let my pride get me down so bad as far as the fact that I shared one stupid tweet, right? Like I've been saying 40K is a maggot the entire year. And then I shared one thread about, okay, you know, I'm probably wrong. Things are going to go sideways. Just be patient and stack. Take your foot off the gas. And immediately BlackRock decides to announce an ETF that they are applying for. And, you know, like the market ends up freaking skyrocketing. And I was humble, dude. Like, you know, I shared that I would love to be wrong. And I didn't realize how much your pride hurts you in that type of a situation about just, you know, like being wrong. And I let it completely rob me of my joy this last week as the market went up, right? Like, it, the funny thing was, it wasn't this huge financial loss type of thing. It was more so the fact that my pride was hurt about like what people on Twitter.com thought. And I realized, like, going into it, that that was so stupid. And, you know, like, been wrong a million times. You'll be wrong a million times after that. And it's part of the game. So, anyway, like, you know, I'm really thankful for this space as well because the consistency 
of doing these stonk spaces is what made me realize, kind of like wake up out of that self-pity slumber and say, all right, dude, you've got to dive back into it. Get back on here and get back into the rhythm. So that's what we're doing. Uh, BTC Art, welcome up, man. How's it going? Hello, love and light. It's going well. You uh, look like you were treading water there. Uh, sound like you were treading water there for a minute. So I figured I'd hop up and just say hello. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate Surely it. Surely Rooster uh, or somebody uh, will uh, will pop in here pretty soon and can just, you know, just keep talking. Maybe B-Ways is around somewhere. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, bro. I mean, like I said, one way or the other, if there's one thing that I'm good at on these spaces, it is being able to tread water if necessary. I can keep it going all day long. So, and I so have you been smoking any meats? I mean, this this kind of holiday summer season, how's all that going? See, I see you've been getting all uh, shredded. Yeah, actually, dude. So no, no smoking meats recently. But the thing that I have been doing consistently this past week. I have actually been like tracking every single thing that I eat on my fitness pal. So I'm like fully into the diet right now. And, you know, like I, I went to the grocery store and I know all this sounds so basic, but for me, it's not. I shopped and I told myself that I am not buying a single thing outside of what I bought that's in my house that I know is all healthy food until it is completely gone. So no eating out at all. And like previously, dude, every single meal, I would go out, eat fast food, you know, order some type of Uber Eats to the house, something like that. Kept myself in about a 2,000 to 2,500 calorie range, Mm -hmm. um, which previously I was eating 3,500 to 4,500 calories a day. So I've shredded like, you know, 1,000 to 1,500 calories a day which, you know, I've noticed a slight difference in my energy levels. But the funny thing is, man, I feel like it's not as bad as you'd think it would be because I cut out so much crappy food in the process and it's just clean. So, yeah, dude, that's been the focus the past week. No real smoking any meats, anything like that. It's just eating healthy, man, cutting out most of the bread, sugars, fats, all the other stuff. Nice. I just picked up my cold beer here and I'm trying to see how many calories are in it. I can't. I can't tell. I've never read. I've never be read like one of these one labels. What are you drinking? Uh, Bell's Two Hearted. I've never heard of it, man. You've never heard of Bell's Two Hearted IPA? I never have heard well, of it. Now, now you, you have. You're drinking it. I, I, I trust now you. Now you have. There's no excuses anymore. So I'm going to dox myself here. Um, I just moved two miles away from um, where Bell's is made. Aha. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a it's a work of beauty. If I know, I don't know NFTs or which way the market's gonna go, but I can definitely point you in the right direction of a, of a really great cold beer. So I don't like IPAs, but I like the Bell's Lighthearted Ale. Yeah, not bad, <laughs> dude. I'm glad I googled this because whatever I did, I typed in Bell's to Harden, like James Harden, the last name, and T O like T O. <laughs> Realize that it's Bell's too hearted and i'm i'm gonna have to get some whenever i'm like that's the other another thing i'm not doing dude i told myself i'm not drinking at all either for the next couple of weeks because i like you know you don't realize how many calories going out a few nights a week 
adds up to until you start tracking that shit. Yeah, now you got me overthinking it. Uh, yeah, I've been tracking on uh, my fitness pal for a week now, and it just really sort of like shows you how messed up your diet was before when you're trying to stay within those numbers. But uh, yeah, you've inspired me to also get one of them smart scales. So, uh, yo, Puck, are you are you just copying me, man? I love it. I'm no longer a uh, burnt out med student. I've I've upgraded <laughs> to a doctor now, and I, I'm trying to get my body and my mind right. I love to hear it, man. I love to hear it. Um, and you've you've been going to the gym every week for like the past month or two, also, haven't you? Yeah, I've been pumping iron. I just got back into mountain biking as well. I went yesterday and. My God, that was almost a disaster. I showed up and talked to this guy there. I said, I haven't been here in like, I haven't been biking in like four years. What loop would you recommend? He said, oh, yeah, just try the red one. And my God, I was not ready for the red loop. I dumped dumped my bike like nine to ten times. It It was very sketchy. Yeah, the biking is something I've never really been able to get into. Um, except for when I was a kid, dude, the funny thing is, it's like before I was 16, you know, like back in the middle school days, I, I like my buddies and I would bike all around the neighborhood, all around the town, everywhere else. And I didn't even realize like back then how good of a workout it was. Uh, and I grew up in a pretty hilly place too. And looking back on it, I'm like, man, I, I wonder I guess maybe if I bought a bike, I'd get back into it and I'd be more inspired. It'd probably be better with my bad knee and bad ankles, but just haven't, you know, I haven't really taken the plunge. See T clapping because I know T is a big biker. When you do decide to go bike, grab the option of, of the electric bike. They make some pretty sweet ones now. And when you hit that hill, I feel like that takes away from the purpose of the biking. Well, it's it's all like, the joy and none of the stress. You know, but here here's the funny thing. I feel like if I'm going to do it and I'm going to spend the time out there moving around anyway, I need the stress, right? Like that's that's the yeah. I, I am just so motivated right now to get into you know as good of shape as I've ever been into that. I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, every single day I'm spending, like, two to three hours in the gym. Every single, you know, I, I maintain this diet hardcore. Like, I am going to get in incredible shape. I'm so determined right now, it's not even funny. I don't know what hit me. I just realized, like, you know, you, you start seeing a little bit of a difference, too. And I think that motivates you. Like, I, I wore a pair of jeans yesterday that I haven't worn in a couple months. And the last time I wore them, dude, I was having to, like, suck in to button them in. And, you know, I put them on yesterday. Dude, they fit me like they used to a few years ago. So, you know, like, those are the little things. Even if I'm not seeing the difference as far, like, I weigh the same amount that I did a few months ago or, like, two months ago. But, you know, obviously, I, I think that I have, like, changed out a lot of that, like, fat for muscle. Yeah. And... <laughs> It's like those are the little things that give you encouragement. You, you probably sleep better. Everything probably just kind of just goes up, levels up a bit, eh? Yeah, man. Everything slowly but surely definitely, you know, makes a difference. So, you know, it's like your overall level of confidence, 
Um, but you know, everything else, it's just, you spend that time being active. Like it makes everything else more fish. And you, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep stacking those plates if you want to get some dates, right? The, the <laughs> best reason for going to the gym for me is mental health. Like if someone told me tomorrow, like you can go to the gym for the rest of your life, but you'll never look better or feel better physically, but you will mentally, I would still go every day. Like the gym I was in a very bad spot with just being burned out and stuff. And that shit saved me. Like it feels so good going to the gym and just like you come home and you're in like a state of bliss after. Those endorphins, man, they make a difference. Um, so dude, catch me up. What what have I missed the past week? Like what all outside of the BlackRock stuff on Twitter itself? I've kept up with some of the main headlines with everything else, but has there been any major drama in the NFT world the past week? From what I can tell, it's been pretty, been pretty uh, steady Eddie, nothing major happening. A lot of people talking about, uh, you know, Yuga kind of not doing, not doing much, but uh, there's some, there's some general excitement, I think around some of these inscriptions and things that are happening in the different collections. Um, and, you know, wonkies are just vibing, taking the opportunity to build and stack and have fun together. You didn't, you didn't miss anything, but it's just been pretty all pretty much good vibes from what I could tell. All right. We just had Bubba come up on stage. What's up, Bubba? Yo, Kaleo. Happy Friday, dude. I hope you're having an awesome day. Happy Friday, everybody. Love you all. Um, quick question. Zach XBT. And Machi, any opinions? Did you follow that at all, Kaleo? Well, I saw it when it first came out. Um, and I haven't seen whether there's been anything new that's popped up over the past several days. Um, you know, from the sounds of it, the very beginning, Machi is basically trying to strong arm Zach. I think Zach, thankfully, was able to raise a pretty decent amount for legal funds pretty quickly. And, you know, pretty bad stain on the majority of it. I'd say like probably 80%, maybe 90% of Twitter seemed like they were siding with Zach and said, Machi, like, <laughs> you know, what the hell are you doing here? You know, nobody likes you anyway. And now you're doing something like this. Nobody likes you even more. But it did seem like there was a small fraction of, you know, the, the sheep that are kind of part of that herd that follow accounts like Machi and that are somehow hypnotized by whatever scams they're doing. They're like, we just want to give you more money that were on Machi's side saying that, you know, Zach is one of those guys just tries to bully people. And all he does is, you know, write threads that are predatory and it's like, yeah, you know, I, I guess I see that perspective if you don't, believe anything that he writes that these are all you know if you're not looking into the facts that these are all people that have actually done shit like he shares facts whenever he shares stuff so you know that's that's basically the general gist of what i got from everything haven't seen what you know and i also saw that he was you know he docks zach as well which you know by sharing that he was doing the uh the lawsuit against him so that was a you know, pretty dick move. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, that's the latest that I've seen on it. Haven't seen any other updates in several days. So, you know, has there been anything else that's kind of gone down? 
so just for like my opinion i shared the other day like everybody's on the same page like we're just tired of the drama in our space but i shared a thought of like i think this is as big as like the craig wright and hodel and not think that's just my own personal opinion i just say it's big in the sense of watching the internet and this like not just like one part of the community but the whole entire community as a majority come together like the consensus protocol that built bitcoin it's cool to see the internet do that on the side of like we want good players in this game and we don't we don't want people coming in and taking advantage of a good space you know it's like crypto is a good space it means well you know it started because of like freedom so like i just thought it was a big deal and i thought it was really cool to see everybody's you know stand up behind zach especially like cz donating 50k like that was pretty cool so i think i i really liked seeing that this past week oh that's awesome i had no idea that cz did either um <laughs> you know the funny thing though about big accounts like cz whatever they donate a large amount i guarantee you there was half as much flack as there was praise because there were probably a lot of people that were like you just don't want zach coming down and like coming after your ass next um but <laughs> you know i i do think that's pretty cool that he ended up doing doing that as well i i hadn't heard that uh but yeah man like i'm i'm team zach on this obviously you know, Machi just doesn't have the best reputation in the space as is. And, you know, if you're talking about freedom of speech and freedom of being able to go out and call out these type of things as they happen, you know, I think that what Machi is doing towards Zach is way more predatory and way more dangerous than anything Zach did toward Machi, right? Like Machi came out doxing Zach's identity through doing this, you know, that's something that endangers him as far as somebody that is out there, you know, having their identity protected helps them have that freedom of speech to be able to go after some of these bad actors in the space. Um, so, you know, I think it will set a potentially interesting precedent as far as just the way that we're able to go down and what the repercussions of this type of stuff can be. So I'm curious to see whether or not, you know, I know from what I read that it potentially opens Machi up for some type of investigation to the type of stuff that he's doing as well for a countersuit. I'm no legal expert, though. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's, you know, one of the sad things that I'm thinking about is it definitely, I think, almost forces Zach a little bit more into silence, though, while he's going through this whole lawsuit, right? Like, I don't know how he can go out there and continue to do what he's been doing with the pressure of this lawsuit coming down on him. You know, it's kind of difficult, right? So I, I, I think that's the, the biggest L that the crypto community is taking, you know, it, during this time. Uh, Ellis, what's up? What's up guys? GM, GM. Yeah. I mean, it, it made it easy to know who to block uh, and just to like unfollow. So that was good, a good little purge. But uh, it looks like the SEC just, what did it say, approves first leverage Bitcoin futures ETF. So that's lit. I think it's going to open up a floodgate. I think like I think we're just like gonna consistently see that that pace happen in the space. I real quick, Kaleo, 
Trizzy's like blowing up my phone. He just wanted me to say uh, he's building a bridge right now, but wonky stonks are inevitable and Bitcoin 40K is a magnet. And then uh, if you want, uh, maybe we uh, we start getting going on the stay alive till 25. We love that saying. So he he's he's at work right now, but he wanted me to <laughs> give Let's you a go. Love shout out. Let's go. Appreciate that, Trizzy. Um, dude, yeah, it, like that's that's still the thing, too. Here's the way I look at it, right? I still think 24, 25 are going to be the super fun years, right, where the real main course is. And everything up until then is basically an appetizer, right? So if prices continue to climb up until then, all that does is basically, you know, build up the launch pad that much higher going into 24, 25, you know, give us that much more momentum into that strength um, for the next couple of years. So yeah, you know, like everything up until then, super fun, but I really think, you know, again, stay alive till 25 and it's, you know, the rest, the rest just comes easy. So we'll, we'll see, man. But I mean, you know, everything that's happening right now in the face of all the FUD that we had the past month, um, it, it's pretty cool to watch the space just bounce back, man. Every time that people say that Bitcoin crypto in general is dead, you know, it is by far the highest opportunity to be able to get in here and continue to stack. Rooster, welcome up to the stage, my man. How's it going? What up, what up? Uh, just had some brunch with or breakfast. I guess it's before 11 with 80s. Dropped them off at the uh, psychedelic convention. And uh, just heading back to the crib now. <laughs> that is incredible. I didn't know this. So there, there's a psychedelic convention in Denver right now. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's like the one of the biggest in the world. It's a Maps conference. Yeah, that is awesome, um, and I love that he's up there for it. I, I'm curious. Do you know? Does PA have a booth up there at the psychedelics convention that feels like a natural fit for them? Yeah, they do. Um, I think like Kloss is there at the booth. Um, I think probably the main guy at the booth. And uh, I know Lakers is there too, B-Tabs from the PA community. I was going to link with them last night uh, at this event or whatever. But when I I was about to go, it was like $70 for last minute tickets. And it was like a dry, there's no like alcohol or anything. It was like no alcohol dancing and stuff. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, I'm not going to pay like 150 bucks for me and my girlfriend. probably no alcohol because psychedelics are involved as well right yeah that's what 80 said he said everybody was tripping when he got in but they were he was pissed too because they were only there for like 10 minutes and he he also bought the 70 dollar ticket i was like yeah that's why i decided not to go yeah we'll be hitting meow wolf tonight which is like uh a very trippy experience um so i'll be doing that tonight too it'll be pretty fun yeah chill with 80s over the weekend took him to some of my spots on hikes and uh, other spots around town. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. Nice, man. Love to hear it. And, you know, this is the time of year that I know Denver is beautiful. So. Oh, yeah, the rain just stopped. It's actually, we've had the wettest June ever in the history of, like, all, all recording precipitation in Denver. It is now the wettest June ever. No way. 
Actually, yeah, but all the rain I just think stopped, I saw so. a video of like a crazy hailstorm there. Oh yeah, that was like that was like the other night. I mean, honestly, when it's been storming pretty hard recently, it's like kind of hailed. But yesterday, on like closer to the mountains on the west side, they literally had tennis ball size hail. Man, I, I really I want to come up there later this summer um, and just like spend a week. I've got a few really good friends who moved to Denver um, in the past six months um, that I have been meaning to come up and, and visit. Um, and yeah, like I, I need to make a trip and love to figure something out whenever I come up there. Yeah, it's a spot, bro. Uh, for sure. You, know, you, you always got hospitality up here, regardless of your other uh, other good friends. Um, show you some spots. Oh yeah, it'll be dope. Yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely in. Um, but I, I want to hear though. So what else? Like, what else do you do at a psychedelics convention? I'm I'm just really curious what it's like. You know, are people out there just going around? Are there samples you know i'm picturing like walking around <laughs> Honestly, the grocery store on a friday and right you know, all i have no idea have the things pre-cooked i'm just thinking about that where you walk around these different booths and everybody is just taking these different shrooms or other whatever <laughs> and... that'd be awesome if it was like that i'd probably be in there right now um but since i'm not i'm assuming it's not uh i honestly have no idea which is why i decided not to go it's like they wanted like 700 dollars for like the, the weekend convention pass so you know i got a baggie of shroomies in my cabinet uh, i don't need to pay 700 dollars to go uh to go get some um i'm not yeah i'm not too entirely sure what they what they are doing there uh decided not to you know participate in that part itself because uh, because i had no idea what they'd be doing at a psychedelic convention um, so you're letting yeah, ladies right there with you. for you what'd you say so you're letting 80s do the research for you and get back to you. Right, yeah. Well, uh, so 80s is actually Felipe today um, <laughs> because uh, he just uh, – Lakers was volunteering. So he had like – they gave him a volunteer pass and regular general admission pass. So he just gave 80s his uh, general admission pass. And so that's how he got in. He didn't have to pay. Um so yeah, he's Felipe today. You know, I, I he could probably pull it off after his time in Peru. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what I told him. I was like, well, at least you know you could definitely pass as a Felipe. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's been cool. It's been fun. Uh, it's nice seeing Bitcoin on a shred. I don't know. It seems like every time you say magnet, you got it pointed the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> You called the bottom with you, uh, you. like, you know, maybe maybe my 40K magnet wasn't there. Uh, reverse. Mark ticks the bottom perfectly. Oh, hard. yeah, yeah. Literally, I ticked the market on the bottom as perfectly as you possibly could with that tweet. Dude, that's what I was talking about earlier. It's not even necessarily, you know, obviously, like, you know, I even think I shared a chart within the next couple of days about like breaking out and going higher from there but it, it just it was one of those things where it was a pride thing where you sit there and you're so 
you don't waver on your conviction from a position for the entire damn year. And you share something, you're like, okay, well, you know, time to just take your foot off the gas, not necessarily be bearish, but just be patient and stack. And, you know, that immediately, like, immediately the freaking market turns around and starts skyrocketing. I was just, after that point, I'm like, all right, well, two things. One, I'm pissed. So I took a little step away because I was so pissed. Number two, and I wasn't pissed because it was just a piss because it was a pride thing of like, man, the reputational hit of saying that versus just not saying a damn word for the next 12 hours was in my mind, it hurt. Right. And yeah, you know, but anyway, like, so it's funny looking back on it, but same time, man, it's, you know, it's more fun than anything else. Just seeing the way how the market has bounced back. It's, this space is always more fun when prices are going higher. Yeah. With a tweet and all caps, but you know what? I only, I only ended up folding. So you fucking reply guys didn't come from my neck, but I honestly had the same conviction the whole time. So fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to say 40K is a magnet until 40K hits. Like, I, that's one thing I've said. I'm like, you know what? So far, not saying it is working. So, whatever it does hit, I'll say 40K was a magnet and I'll tweet it out. But up until then, I am, uh, you know, being a little bit superstitious here, I guess. I am not saying a dang word until it actually happens. Well, it's a good thing I don't delete your tweets even when you're wrong, so you can just, you know, pull it back and quote them and be like, see? Like, and just have the receipts there. <laughs> exactly, man, exactly. Everything else was just a psyop, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you already talk about um, the Elon Musk and Zuckerberg fight? No. Or pending, yeah. But apparently, Dana White said he's uh, talked to both of them, and both of them are seem pretty serious about hopping in the ring with each other. And uh, yeah, Zuck is kind of ripped right now. That's what I was saying. I was like, Elon might get his ass whooped unless you know he's been training behind the scenes right now. Like Zuck's a fucking robot. Not even sure if he, you know, he's a hundred percent human at this point. Like. I, I probably would not hop in a ring with the dude. That, <laughs> dude, no, I haven't heard that, but that is funny. Like, that's why the internet's an incredible place. Um, <laughs> two of the richest men in the world in the boxing ring together. I really wouldn't care who won. And I wouldn't care how ugly the fight is because I guarantee you know that would be the ugliest fight in the world. Like, uh, I'm sure all of us or some of us watched some of the different crypto Twitter fights that have been around. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I love the people, respect the hell out of them for going in there and boxing. Like, that takes balls and, you know, a lot of training to get in there and do it. But they're still shitty, shitty amateur boxers. And it was still not fun to watch. It was kind of like, okay, when is something going to happen type of thing, right? Like, these are really sloppy punches, but, you know, go Loomdar or go Rookie, <laughs> right? Like, you know, I, like, still enjoyed it from that perspective. And I think it's going to be the same type of thing where it's like, oh, okay, you know, a couple billionaires. This is super sloppy to watch. 
kind of like, but, you know, it's entertaining because we know who they are, but we're going to be severely disappointed because there aren't going to be any, like, incredible knockout punches. It's just going to be two old guys that are, like, too tired to really keep going in the ring and just do something to do it. What's up, Bubba? Bubba, you can chime in too at any time. No, no need to raise the hand. Trying to show the respect, man. I freaking love you guys. You know what I mean? Just, just showing the the, the mutual respect. But uh, speaking of UFC, the mat and V Chain being on the mat, V Chain got listed on Coinbase. Uh, Trizzy and I were like screaming at the top of our lungs. We were pumped. Kind of curious, and you know, everybody else in our in our community yesterday was pretty excited as well. So, you got any thoughts on it? You know, long time coming. V chain. Yeah, V chain. What do you think about V chain? Like the old V chain. The old V chain that went to its own main net. Yeah, the uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I I haven't heard somebody mention V chain since maybe 2018. Let's go, Kaleo. So. Put it back on the map, dude. Let's let's I... check it out. <laughs> I, I I couldn't tell you anything about V Chain right now, bro. I I have not, like I said, I haven't heard that name in forever. So I, that's I, I, <laughs> no idea. Yeah, I like. I guess I'll kind of just stay convicted to the the thought of IP and like the logistical side of of what they're trying to do. And we had a pretty good debate about it last night. And you know, I mean, they're on the UFC mat, or I I think they still are, or they were for a while. Uh, and then they have like some type of partnership with Walmart, I think. So, um, yeah, I thought that was pretty big news yesterday. Pretty exciting stuff. See, wait, hold up. See, uh, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg fight over the V Chain logo. Come on, what would be more crypto than that? <laughs> I mean, I don't, dude, I, I I couldn't tell you. I'm speechless right now. <laughs> I'm just still speechless that somebody brought up V-Chain. <laughs> Man, I hope you're not knocking it. Like, I, I hope it's, like, still going to be out here going. Like, I'm, you know, I'm pro V-Chain. I like V-Chain. You know, I've, I've had a bag of V-Chain for a while. Again, I, like, I'm not knocking it. I just think it's freaking hilarious. Out of anything that anybody has talked about on here, V-Chain is the funniest throwback. Let's go. Let's go. I'm glad I could bring you back a throwback, dude. I'm, I'm, and you know, I think if V Chain keeps going, we see 26 cents again. That would be wild. I, you know, V Chain doing his thing to its, to the main net. Who knows? I'm not trying to shell out here my bag. I'm just trying to say, like, hey, V Chain going on Coinbase. That's pretty sick, you know? <laughs> you know, hey, here's, here's my thing, man. Like, well, I don't, I don't mind you talking about VChain because, again, it's not like you're shilling some random meme coin that popped up like two weeks ago. You're, you're talking about VChain The OG, come on. I love VChain. Like, we're, we're talking about VChain, man. Yes. We're not talking about a game. We're talking about VChain. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, hey, so there was a tweet that Trizzy put out. And it was like way back in, in 2021 when we first got started. And Charles Payne from Fox Business was was uh, having somebody, I think he was having Wolf of Wall Street on there or some, somebody like that. And Trizzy re, uh, tweeted out, I'll just post it if, if he's got it on a, 
on a time. Oh, we posted it this morning. Uh, but it got retweeted by Charles Payne. I'll uh, I'll post it up top so you can see it. I'm I'm looking through and seeing the last time that I tweeted out a V chain chart. Um, it was July of 2020. So July of 2020, I tweeted something out about V chain. I'm looking for it. Trizzy says it's in the comments. I'm just slow. I've had I've had a pretty epic work day, so I'm a little slow today. Uh, shoot, here we go. I tweeted, yeah, that, that's that's about it. See if I can find it. But yeah, he he like nailed it with the meme, and then he gets the retweet from Charles Payne, and he's like going epically. Like, I mean, we love Charles Payne. I've always been a big Charles Payne guy because he keeps he keeps to the the facts and he like he comes at it from a really good like I, I don't know neutral standpoint. And that's what I look for in somebody that wants to like professionally talk about business. And here I just pinned it up top and like the markets in general. And I think like a neutral mindset of not swinging too far to one side is always critical. And Charles Payne has always been my guy for that. And I, I, you know, I used to watch his show every day when I had Fox business, you know, I disconnected all of that disconnected from any type of like, you know, mainstream media, but I, I'm still a diehard Payne fan. So, but yeah, this was the original tweet and he, and like V chain was pumping. It was going crazy. We get the retweet from Charles Payne. That's legendary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> About V chain. So, well, you know, I, I'm impressed you've stuck with it that long, man. Yeah. Dude, you know? Anyway, you know, you know what else has stuck around, survived for years now, and it's not going away. And you know, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna like I'm more bullish on the V chain. It's the stocks. <laughs> Let's go. Inevitable. Um so yeah, you know, like Dude, even coming back after the past week, like it's the stocks are the 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 stable coin right now in the NFT space, bro. Like the stable coin, and, and you know, like it's still just chilling at point one two. You know, Rooster, I'm telling you, I, I bring this up each week on here, but I really do get vibes so much to last summer, right? Whatever, everything was around that point oh three to point oh six range, just chilling for like the entire summer throughout it. Um, it, it's the same thing right now, right? Like, because if you look at it, like, you know, there are 30 something stonks still to point two, and then there's that wall where, you know, it is what it is. Like, dude, the way I look at it still is that's, that's barely, that's really not much. And it's just about survival in this game for the NFT space up until that next cycle, because NFTs I'm telling you are going to be. Like, I believe with everything in me that the NFT space is still going to lead the market this next cycle. Um, it's just a matter of time. And, like, the more, you know, the, the funny thing is, so I got on the other day, and the name of the space that I saw, this is like yesterday or two days ago, the name of the first space that I saw in all caps was NFTs are dead, right? Like, and... They were probably talking on there. I don't know. I didn't join the space and listen. They were probably joking around about how, yeah, you know, like the whole market's down and whatever else. And I don't know. Maybe they weren't down about it. And I'm sure they had some type of hope. 
But, dude, the more that I see titles like that, the more that I'm like, now is the time to be stacking, like, high-conviction plays, right? You know, it's exactly like Bitcoin. Anytime somebody says something in the crypto space, like an entire sector is dead, is the best time to be accumulating in that space, right? So, like, NFTs are dead. That's incredible. Like, that is one of the most bullish things that you could possibly read right now. As far as if you are somebody that's been on the sideline and you're looking to stack, like I'm telling you, like for, forget the stonks, whatever it is that you've had your eye on for a high conviction play, like, dude, now is the time to be accumulating, right? Like it really is. Whenever something's dead is when it's not. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was like, I'm going to sell my car and put it on the ETH at 1200 and you were like, no, Rooster, don't do that. Yeah, well, I still have a car, fucker. <laughs> well, congratulations. How much money have you been able to generate by still having a car and being able to drive to work? You know? You're welcome. Honestly, I've skipped work, like, a lot. for Between, like, March and two weeks ago, I probably pulled up to work, like, maybe, maybe five, six days in that... Uh, two and a half, three months period. So honestly, I, I really didn't need it. <laughs> I really didn't need it. You know, I, I did the math it, with insurance, gas, and like my note cost me $22 per day to have a car. Well, you know, again, I think that the return on investment of having a car Still worth it as far as the opportunity to be able to drive. Actually, no, you were spending more money. I was going to say for your girlfriend to be able to like have something to be able to move around and do stuff in. But no, you 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 definitely spent more money because you've had a car. It was probably the right decision to sell it and buy ETH at twelve hundred. So I, you know, and then at that point you could have aped into Peep or Pepe, I'm sorry, and you'd be a billionaire by Wait, now. Wait, what's Pete? So. Show me on Pete, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, let me let me show you on Pete. Like, I should just make a coin and call it Pete, P-E-E-P, with the Pepe logo. And, uh, yeah, you know, that's a Pete derivative that has not been done yet. I'm buying. I think we'd all buy, but... Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I saw, uh, because Pepe did, you know, yesterday, what it had like a, a little, like 40% up leg. I saw some people talking in some chats, like is, uh, meme season back, like already is, is meme season back is shitcoin season back. Like already not, not fucking three days into crypto start pumping again. Um, people are like, Pepe's up is shitcoin season back. And I was like, Oh God, please no. Uh, you know, this is the, the Michael Scott gift from the office. Oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, that was pretty much me. And then I logged off for the rest of the day. <laughs> I mean, let's let's pray it's not, man, because I'm I'm sure Ben.Eth has another coin that he's cooking up, though. Like, there's no way that he's going to let this opportunity slide. Yeah, yeah. Annoying grifter. I like not to give attention in that direction personally um but wonky stonks though yeah man i mean the stonks are inevitable 
like said it every single week. But dude, it's one of those things where I'm telling you, like it is the persistence of continuing to come here and show up that like it it, it does make me so like I love these weeks, man. I love the weeks where the songs were just chilling. You know, like the new stablecoin area is point one to point two ETH, just hanging out in that range letting people accumulate for a long period of time. Like I've got such a high level of conviction that whatever the market does end up moving, like it's slowly going to be eaten, eaten up back to whatever levels that we had. And eventually like, dude, the stocks are inevitable. Like, you know, I, I, I've had no rush, no feeling of man, one day, like th- this isn't the price I want to see. I don't give a shit about the price, man. Like, you know, the thing that I've been the most bullish on is continuing to grow the community. That's the biggest thing, right? Like, you know, if and, and I, I really think eventually price does end up reflecting that. But in the meantime, like, dude, this is this is opportunity is the way I really look at it. Because, again, I'm so bullish on where the NFT space is heading. And I'm bullish on, like, the stonks place as far as a historical piece in that. So, you know, like, it's... Yeah, Kalea. It, it, it really is summer of summer of twenty two vibes. Yeah, there, right there now. is no stonks are the most resilient project in the space. I mean, if you just look at you know numbers and stats, right? Nothing has had the fluctuation the stonks have, and you know, gone as low as the stonks have, and still have not died, and like <laughs> bounced back every single time. You know, at least. Uh, you know, to some type of proportions, but I, I don't think anything else has, you know, bounced from like 0.03 and then has continued to trade a year later, especially trade four times higher. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not going to name different projects, but uh, like, you know, other CT projects that people can list off for NFTs that I know that raise like, five to ten million dollars i'm looking at and like the stonks are higher than just about every single one of them right so you know and it's it's just one of those things where it shows the resiliency of the community throughout the process right and like i i still look back to like what that the december to january time frame there was that little one month pump that we ended up having and it just shows you one month in the market with out any real new entrance it was just people that have been around what was possible and how fast things happened you know imagine a six month to two year type of bull run and imagine new people coming in and the different names that are here right now that only have like a few thousand followers becoming like 30 50 000 follower accounts like rooster having 50 000 followers out there b ways having you know, 69,000 followers going out and having these type of people that are in the community that are chugging, producing content every day, you know, growing their own niche communities as well. Like there is inevitable or, you know, undeniable potential with the stonks continuing to grow in that place. And like, I really think it's one of those things where, you know, a lot of people will laugh and say, okay, those are insane numbers. But I like, again, I, I just look back to it. The last bear market, I was stuck between five to 8,000 followers. You know, I had 8,000 followers, May of 2020, right? 
So it's not something that is impossible at all to have happen when you think about like the different people that are out here in this community, the type of content y'all are producing and that type of stuff. Like there are the number of participants in this market will grow incredibly quickly and we will see something that sustains much longer than just a little one month. Oh yeah. I mean, the NFT space is heading that direction. that, That one month volume was like, I don't even know if it was like equivalent to um, a day of like Pudgy Penguins volume. And in, in all honesty, like you imagine one day of like Pudgy volume applied towards stonks. <laughs> I don't necessarily like care about floor or everything, but that positive price action at these like levels would push floor up to like almost like an ETH and a half um, or more, you know, assuming turbo listers didn't come out to get exit liquidity. Like the, it just ha- it just hasn't gotten the respect yet, right? And you know there will be a day that does come, and there'll be a large, you know, over hundred ETH volume day, um, which will do tremendous numbers, and it'll be uh, it'll be pretty cool to see. Yeah, man. But you know, like again, it, it's just the vibes that have continued to sustain, <laughs> and you know. It's not the super cool video game that we promised you guys, which is in development right now, right? Like, you know, the super cool video game that it's going to be released in 2069, um, you know, give or take 420 years. Uh, But, you know, if you guys can just hold on until then, (laughs) then... um, you know, like that's that's the vision that everybody's holding on to right now. Is that video game that's going to be released 2069, give or take 420 years? Bro, I just want my stonk in the FTX arena. That's it. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, that was, that was the first rug. That's when we should have known. Oh, what a time. That was funny to look back at. And, you know, and not honestly, not a lot of time has passed since then. It's only been like a year and a half, not even. Um, and it feels like forever ago. <laughs> Pick God, what's up, man? Yeah, man, I was gonna ask, did you were you on Twitter at the time of uh, like the 3AC NFT liquidation, like the goose selling for six million? I did see that that day, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so man, I was, I was gonna million. say, um, like Punk6529 wrote a really interesting thread after you know, kind of talking about generative art. And I, it just made me bullish, turbo bullish on the stocks, man. It's, it's exactly, you know, kind of the way I see it. It's a little deeper thought. Like, I think he talked about um, gen art, you know, minting is kind of like a leap of faith between the minter and the artist, you know. And it's, that's not something I was necessarily thinking of at the time when minting. But, like, looking back on it, like, that's how I did feel, you know. Dude, that is that is true. Um, I need to go back and look at it. But like, that's one of the things where you look at gen art in the space in general um, is something that has, you know, you, you look at the goose and look at other projects like that, you know, with Snowfro, I think also had a massive sale in that collection. It's one of those things where people just appreciate something that doesn't promise this massive utility. They're just like, man, this means something to me. It intrinsically connects with them on a deeper level, right? And again, I think that's one of those things why it makes me the most bullish is because it's not something, anytime you promise a utility 
and that is the core mission, you know, you are bound to set up disappointment and failure. But if you find somebody that just resonates with the overall art, you know, that's something that transcends some promise of deliverability on whatever else that is going to eventually disappoint you and let you down. Because typically, I don't know about y'all, but anytime that I've resonated with any art, you know, it's not something that all of a sudden fades. It's something that usually grows deeper with time, right? Versus if you were sitting there and you were waiting for some utility, again, typically it is difficult to sit there and say, man, like I'm growing more and more in love with this utility. People get tired of utility. People grow more or they grow stronger connections to art. If price green, if price red, they somehow no longer resonate that well with it. Oh man, that's just, you know, that's the in-betweeners, right? Like that's the volume that uh, the, the speculative in-betweeners. But the thing is, I think with a collection like this, what you slowly do, you have people that come in and out, obviously for the speculation, but throughout that process, you slowly grow a community of people that believe and resonate on a different level. Right? Then why would I own one of these? I look at them all day. <laughs> yeah, he still never bought a stunt, but it's all good. One day. <laughs> Spreading seeds, man. That's what it's about. It's just continuing to sow seeds and eventually, you know, they land on the right soil, the plant grows, and you know, you end up with something beautiful later on. Um so yeah, dude, one way or the other, like I'm telling you. <laughs> There were a lot of people that were in here. I mean, actually, last summer, there weren't a lot of people in here, right? But there were a lot of people that came in in December slash January that said, man, like, I wish we had the opportunity to stack more stonks whenever, like, earlier in the year, I knew this was going to be something that ended up having potential. And we just sat around, like, the majority of people that said they knew it had potential and they sat around were people that I had never seen before. But, like, you know, I guess, hey, it was working in the background because apparently they had seen it earlier, but like there's going to be a period of time when that happens later on. Right. So like until then, do you just continue to show up and vibe regardless of this up only price action? You know, like dude, it's, it is the thing that I'm most bullish on is just continuing to show up, continuing to, you know, connect with people that have, a deeper vision, seeing them build their own brand, seeing them build their own communities, like, and being able to support, you know, support each other along the way. It's been, honestly, if it, you know, the stocks have been by far, this community has been by far, like, my deepest level of connection out of anybody that I've really talked to over the last couple of years on here. So it's been incredible. Pro, what's up, hey, man? How's everybody doing? Better now that you're up here. Uh, you love to hear it. Um, I'm actually in Mississippi right now. I'm in Jackson. Um, I just wanted to tell everybody to count their blessings because I am seeing some shit down here. Some of these houses are worth like $10,000, like literally. Um, it's rough. So... Be thankful for what you have, because it could be worse. I love y'all. Yeah, I love you too, man. Have a safe trip while you're down there. 
I'm, I'm, I'm finna to get some shrimp and grits. I know that. Well, if you look at the half glass full, I'm sure there's a lot of people who would be wanting to buy a house for $10,000. Um, <laughs> because you can't even get like 1,200 square foot houses for under 400000 where I'm at right now. Yeah, but then you're in Mississippi and there's just no money down here. I don't know how, I don't know what everybody does for work. Yeah, I wouldn't live in Mississippi ever, so you're 100% right. I'll tell you what, though, the people are so friendly. It's crazy. Especially coming from north, like, kind of people are kind of assholes, but everybody's so nice no matter what their situation is. It really is something. All right, gents, I hate doing this, but, you know, it's been fun getting back in here, talking to you guys. This is my favorite thing every week. And I'm being serious, too. Like, I'm thankful for it, and I'm thankful for the consistency of it because it really did force me to wake up out of that, you know, self-pity, whatever that I was in, and get back on here, get back into the groove of things. So I am, you know, I'm, I'm back. I've had my week off. Like, that's plenty of time. So time to back, time to get back to hitting the grind. Uh, love you guys, and you know we'll see you here this next week. Later, y'all. Stay wonky. Have a good one. Wonkies are inevitable. Let's go. The wonky stunts are inevitable. Oh wait, shoot, we got lumber coming up here real quick. I forgot. I think lumber wanted to do a giveaway. So <laughs> yeah, we just honey, we just honey potted all the people. Who are waiting for the giveaway? Yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> all, the, all the real ones, Dave. Yeah, yeah. There, hey, there people. Lumber, what's up, man? How you guys doing? I thought you were just sad for me passing you on the wonky, you know, accumulation there, but uh, good to hear it was something else. Um, all right. Well, hey, I'm not leaving the space without giving that away a wonky. So I'm going to go down and pick somebody who I think has the absolute worst PFP and give them a wonky. Under the condition that they change their PFP to the wonky. If I could control that, I would. (laughs) Well, you'll just have to have them agree to it, and if they don't do it, we'll publicly shame them. God, there's so many bad ones. I'm not going to lie, man. T-Marsh's is pretty ugly. Let's do it. Done. Sorry, T. Marsh. I have no idea what that thing is, but I hate clowns. And it looks like a clown to me. T. Marsh. Bro, you, you never heard about the, the board doodle clown eight punks? Come on. <laughs> I never, never did, man. T. Marsh, DM me and I'll send you a Oh, wait. Monkey. T. Marsh just requested to speak. There let we me, go. Let me bring him up here. <laughs> hey now hey now What's up, bro? <laughs> that is certainly not a clown that's a gmx you know blueberry nft <laughs> you could have given me a hundred a hundred fucking guesses and i would have never guessed blueberry in my entire life hey I'll, I'll rock a wonky you know send it over <laughs> Oh, let's go, man. Let's go. <laughs> let's fucking go.
Bro, I love that you came up here immediately after college. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, and this is a good call out, right? Like, I'm not sitting there and, you, you know, you're not just getting complete shit for me making fun of it. You're at least getting a stock out of no, it. No, I was in the kitchen doing some cleaning and I look at my phone's like 10 or 15 feet away. I'm like, I hear T Marsh has to have the ugliest <laughs> PFP I've ever <laughs> Hey, T-Marsh, just DM me and I'll send you one over. Cool. Thanks, man. Who's speaking? Is this Lumber? Yeah, yeah. Lumber the legend. All right. Awesome. Lumber's been stacking the past week. The Lumber, yeah, Lumber is the legend of the stocks. <laughs> At least for today. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, appreciate you coming up, Lumber. T-Marsh, nice to meet you, man. Come back up here anytime. Uh, congrats on the stunk and you know again definitely love that you were able to upgrade from the blueberry clown <laughs> uh, hey Kaylee uh, I, I really wanted to speak early in the but I was at the bank when you were mentioning number 420 above but uh, yeah it does flow real nice with the BTC and so uh, just thought I'd get it out there dude it really does like it's it's kind of crazy how well that it matches up. I agree. And so, uh, Kaylee, have a great day, man. Uh, good, good to hear you. Appreciate it, y'all. All right, love you guys. Enjoy the weekend. Stonks are inevitable, and we will see you guys back here same time, same place next week. Let's fucking go.